Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. Now, if you want to talk about uh, guns, why is it that there's a gun shop on almost every corner in this community? Why? I'll tell you why. For the same reason that there's a liquor store on almost every corner in the black community. Why? They want us to kill ourselves. You go out to Beverly Hills, you don't see that shit. But they want us to kill ourselves. Yeah, the best way you can destroy a people, you take away their ability to reproduce themselves. Who is it that's dying out here on these streets every night? Y'all, y'all, y'all. Africa is not our home. Let me let that hang in the atmosphere for a while. I said at this gathering of the masters, Africa is not your home. It's not our home. Africa, as it is called today, is our throne. And from that throne, we ruled our home, which is 196,940,000 square miles of the planet Earth. Welcome to Real Black Content is Foreign Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about our brothers at the IUIC. They came up. They showed up. They showed out. Right? They made a display of unity at the Barclays in support of our young brother, Kyrie Irving. And then there's another, you know, there's a couple other occasions I've seen them bring the brothers out. They brought them out in Memphis. And then they came to the city, right? You know, they came to the city of Detroit and they brought the brothers out here. And, uh, <laughs> you know, beloved, I'm just going to be real. You know, when you see all that purple, beloved, it look good. You know what I'm saying? It's just, man, the unity It is just so much that... Um, that young brothers can get involved with, right? There's so much that they can get themselves into. Slanging, banging, you know what I'm saying? This, that, and the third. But, you know, uh, the good bishop, right? The brother, Nathaniel, he got him in that purple. And he got these young men standing up for righteousness. And they, um, he got him in the soldier's attire. He got him in, in the officer's attire, right? So he, he got a whole host of soldiers and troops and officers out there and um the unity look good right it looks good um of course you know the brothers made it to the list of the open enemy right so when you go to the adl you know they make comments about the iuic and um other publications of course that's owned by small hats and uh yeah it's very interesting how they frame our people how they coin our people but you know um the good bishop right brother nathaniel you know the way this is going to work moving forward and he has to be prepared for it now beloved is that you know um you see his leadership is, is going to go on trial now you know once you bring the brothers from the back you put them out, Main Street, a public. They're not going to look at the brothers no more. The troops, the soldiers, the officers, they're not looking at them anymore. We see the brothers in purple. So we know and we can kind of, all right, 
They're underneath the sound of your voice. Now, the black community, red, brown, yellow, the devil, they're watching too. Everybody's going to sit back and watch the bishop's leadership and see exactly where it's going, right? Is it going to go the regular religious route where it's just talk? There's no infrastructure. There's just talk, right? If you come on Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast, beloved, you'll notice that when we start talking about the village, when we start talking about black excellence and leadership, we speak about one man and one group. We talk about the nation. Because whether you like Mr. Muhammad a lot, or you like him a little, or you don't like him at all, that infrastructure, we've seen it. You can't take what nobody's seen. <laughs> Everybody's seen it already. When the boots hit the ground, everybody's seen it. When the businesses went up as a representation of their faith, we've seen it. We've seen the Shabazz grocery store. We've seen the Your supermarket. We've seen the Chicago Lamb Packers. We've seen Shabazz Bakery. We've seen Good Foods. We've seen Shabazz Restaurant and Salam Restaurant. We've seen Shabazz Barbershop. And we've seen the clothing factory. We've seen it. See, there's a point where you get can get a lot of our people listening to you. And then we see the leader. And then we see the flock. We see the organization. We see the soldiers and troops and the officers. We see them. But we know that it's all about leadership. So we look at the leader and which direction is he taking the people. Right? Um, I'm going to say this to our IUIC brothers You want the world to look They're looking That's all Um, Everybody can see the membership Everybody can see the numbers Now we're looking for the infrastructure Nobody just going to jump out and just say it. I'm going to go ahead and say it. They're looking for the infrastructure. They're going to see what is the difference between the IUIC and Cleflo Dollar and T.D. Jakes and Fred Price Jr. and the Reverend Ikes of the world. What is the difference? Everybody got the Bible. Don't everybody have the businesses? That's why Elijah sits apart from everybody else. Because we seen the grocery stores, the dress shops, the dry cleaners, the bakeries, the restaurants that provided food and cooked meals and clothing to both Muslims and non-Muslims at a good price. We seen it. We seen our brothers and sisters from the village that had talent in the inner city. You know. Show up and become managers and clerks and secretaries and bakers and cooks and butchers and waiters and accountants and mathematicians and technicians and plumbers and carpenters all in the houses and the businesses that Mr. Muhammad built. We've seen it. That's leadership. 
That's the bar. He did it with no internet. He did it with... There was no way to reach out to the people. They, they, he couldn't get a, a good article at Chicago sometimes. Oops. I mean, the Chicago Times. <laughs> he couldn't get a good write-up. He couldn't get a good write-up at New York Times. He couldn't do it. Or LA Times. He couldn't do it. So you know what Mr. Muhammad did? He got his own paper. He got his own paper to speak to his own people, which we call Muhammad Speaks. Because he is the representation of do for self. That makes the difference between him and the verdict is still out on the IUIC. You know what I mean? Because sometimes what we what we normally see is, and I'm just going to be real now. We're just having a conversation. We're talking about the village. The village business is our business. But beloved, I can um I can assure you, and this goes out to any of our Hebrew Israelite brothers. The community is not looking for no more good talk, good hype, no businesses. We didn't see that before. We don't want to see that no more. Not interested. You know, uh, it's unfortunate, but we we like to hear the live right part. Keep the law, statute, and commandment part. We all like to hear because we're talking about building morality. We're talking about making it safer people. For a safer community so we can all have a safer environment. We cool with the marriage talk. Really the marriage talk is the real revolutionary part beloved. Because when you start to merge these families together. That's power. That's the real power nobody's really going to talk about. Right. But we see it here. But we understand though in the wilderness of North America. That this is a capitalist society. And you know we looking for businesses now. We're looking for something on a higher level, on a greater level, because we don't want to see the the religious house connected to the daycare. And it doesn't really go no further than that because we already seen that before. And then if we just keep hearing good hype, good hype, good hype. All right. On the first. The mortgage is due. The rent is due. What's the solution? Now, beloved, there's there's in no shape, form, or fashion are we saying that the IUIC should have a remedy for all 40, 50, and 60 million black folks in America. We ain't saying that. Nobody's saying that. What we are saying is we're watching. We're looking at the leadership. We ain't looking at the followers no more. Because when you look at the followers of these Hebrew Israelite camps, beloved, you see the discipline right off the top because when you see brothers out on the street they're motivated do you know listen do you know what it takes to be so motivated that they are out on the streets if not every day every other day on the corners of every inner city preaching to our people now when i see our brothers sitting out there speaking teaching and preaching i'm thinking these are man hours that's going into effect how are you going to translate that to business? Because Mr. Muhammad had our brothers and sisters out there on the corners, every in the city too, but they had a paper in hand. They talking in hype. They talking information. They talking black excellence. I'm talking about the nation, but they had something to sell to the people and to offer to the people. And they had products, paper, bean pies, fruit. You know what I mean? Lectures for sale. They was always into see when you're 
when you see when the head of the organization mind his own business, it's going to trickle down all the way to the lowest level. And even when I just travel around the country, when I go to New Orleans, I see Hebrews there. Atlanta, they're there. Cleveland, they're there. Philly, they're there. I just see talking. I don't see no business being conducted. I don't see his election for sale. I don't see, yeah, we're having a conversation, but he, he, this is the Hebrew Times. Because we are on the ADL's website, beloved. I'm talking about the IUIC. They are on the ADL website and they are being identified as, I quote, one of the country's largest anti-Semitic and extremist black Hebrew Israelite groups, unquote. How do you combat that without your own papers to deal with that? I don't know. I'll probably get it. Give me a lawyer. Give me a lawsuit. Like, man, it sounds like some defamation. <laughs> <laughs> they put that in, in print. I'm like, man, I'll make them stand up to that. We're gonna have to come to court and prove that. <laughs> but maybe that's a different story for a different day. We see that hey, the followers are there. But I'm just putting this out to the good bishop, you know what I'm saying? The good bishop out there. And all of the good bishops in the Hebrew Israelite camps and all of the bishops, period, that come from the Bible world or the Quran world, either or, or let's just say any religious world, right? When you start talking and talking and talking, men need missions. And these missions got to translate to some type of financial backing because they're going to, after a while, they're going to prioritize it. And if there's no money involved, it's going to fall off the priority list totally. That's why when you go to a lot of the temples in the religious houses in the community, there's a lot of women, there's some kids, there's no men. Because you see, there's no mission and there's no finances associated with the mission because there is no mission. You lose men like that. So right now, it looks like our Hebrew Israelite brothers of all camps, they got the street. But I can assure you, if there's no money that's going to float you, within that sector If the bishops at the top don't, don't get business minded The brothers that we see right now Five years from now They ain't gonna be out there There's no business in it No, they gonna say I can't come out man I gotta go to work You know what I mean I can't show up to this meeting Or that meeting I gotta go to work I gotta work some overtime I ain't gonna be able to make it Brotherhood is, is cool at first But if the money is not there That's tied in With the brotherhood you know what I mean? I ain't saying brothers just showing up to be greedy. I'm saying that eventually some money gonna have to shake because we live in a this country. Everything costs money. When you're born, it costs. When you die, it costs. And it's gonna cost every step of the way in between. We have grown men out representing whatever Hebrew is like camp you can name. And when I see them, I look at them. Like with the management eye saying, yeah, they, they talking good talk, but I don't see what's the, what's the merch, where's the products, what's the food that you got from the farm that you guys own and control and operate and where's that at? Where's the Hebrew Israelite Times at? Where's your own paper at that's pressed up that, where's that at? Where's the literature in the books that you guys 
written and wrote yourself i mean i know you some of you guys are still holding on to babylon the Tim book two book i see the same old books we've been seeing out there for 25 years where's the new books that you wrote that you could sell that you could right because we're looking and we always say on this podcast beloved you got to be careful of the separation don't be separate from your nation of islam brother you're a hebrew israelite don't be separate from your church brother they got a little chant i left the church and you should too but i can tell you beloved you can learn from pastor Porchop because he know how to build the family structure into that house i'm talking about the christian preacher you can learn a lot from we 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 joke a little bit we joke because we we love the pastor over here we love these bitches over here they kind of like if you really want to be honest and real transparent about it the black preacher is really overworked because they got this guy doing everything he has to do single conference married conference financial conferences everything you know what i'm saying he, <laughs> he don't get a break but he gets a name because all they do is it's the talk about the afterlife and no business talking no money talking with no mission you're going to lose the mind of a man because men need missions that's why the military can hold on to brothers and sisters for 10 15 20 years because they give them a mission along the way that's why jobs can hold on to men for 5 10 15 20 years because they give them a mission along the way they give them something to do every day and then it translates to finances we kind of get into this religious game where we do things but it's the difference between being in religion and nation building so if you are a representation of a nation because that's what the nation say the lost found say they're a nation so because the nation of islam believe that they are a nation they got to keep money moving to keep the nation going they got to always own some own some farmland own some property they got to stay in business because they are a nation they look at themselves as a enclave so they have their own flag and everything the foi is their military all right if you're representing that you are indeed the nation of israel we got to start looking like a nation the outfits is dope but beloved you got to remember we seen the panthers panthers had an outfit right the panthers had an outfit and dig this the kkk had an outfit you know what's bugged out about that the devil made them both <laughs> he made the all white to put on for his people and then they turned around and they made the all black five people and they got paid both times and so when i look at the purple i'm thinking to myself it got to be a factory somewhere it should be it's a lot of purple going on there who got the contract to make the shirts because that should employ a lot of people over there just making the purple by itself the robes the shirts the etc where's the factory where's the factory we don't want to talk hebrew talk and we're going to enrich the chinaman <laughs> we don't want to talk hebrew talking we're going to enrich that the devil already rich you don't need no more of our money right but if we're going to fight we got to be able to fight in business and we got to learn from each other right so uh mr muhammad had a thing he used to say uh, about the clean water and the dirty water for thirsty people they drink that dirty water but if you come amongst them and you give them the clean water then you sit back and let them make their own choice 
More often than not, they're going to continue to drink the clean water. So what are you saying that for, Big VJ? What's that example for? Well, it'd be cool if you guys show up at the ADL offices and all that, but it just just be the clean water. You know, sometimes, you know, I think our people spend so much time on that religious tip of what they the real love. We's a we's a real this. We's a real that. If you the real, it just be it. The people know the difference. If you're the real thing, they know the difference. You know what I'm saying? If I stand on that block, because this is what the youngsters used to do back in the day. If I stand on that block and I got that, I got a bow on me, but I already broke the bro. I took the bow, I broke it down, it's already cut up quakes and dimes and i'm standing on that block i got that hard but it is good so we call it butter on the block man i got that butter on me and you up the street you got it cut up it just look you got it cut up in quakes and dimes too but you cut up some candle wax your shit ain't it ain't butter it looked like butter because that candle wax when you cut it up that's what the young boys should do they just go get a candlestick and they go in the room and they cut it up and they bag it up so it can look like the real thing and then everybody stand on that block and we wait for them smokers to come out Know what I'm talking about? And you know, they tell you that selling dope is easy, but it ain't easy because you got to go out there. You got to build them, them smokers. You got to build their trust because it's niggas on the block with candle wax. <laughs> so, so you sit out there selling poison to your people. But you know what? I don't have to jump up and say I got the real hard. I got the real butter, and I and what he got is fake. I ain't got to do that because I stand out there long enough. The word to get around by itself. No, no, that them niggas selling candle wax on the other end of the block. You got to go up the block with Venom. That's where they. That's where that butter at up there with them. I ain't got to just. I just stand out with the clean water. I ain't got to say every documentary I make. We the real this and we the real that. I ain't got to say that. Just be me. Because now, when you tell a lot of people, hey, we living in this condition because. We're cursed and this and that and the third, and we're cursed for not living the commandments and blase blase. Like, all right. So that means when you start living the commandments, you should be on. You should be on now. You should be on. Because if the curse is on you for disobedience, then these blessings should fall on you and overtake you because of your obedience. So we're looking for Jacob's grocery store. Israel land packers now, right? <laughs> we're looking for Hezekiah foods. You know what I mean? Is that right? Somebody talk to me. We're looking for Joseph restaurants and we're looking. Hmm? King David's barbershop. Hmm? Is that right? Come on, beloved, you got to talk to me. Abraham's clothing factory. Because you, this is the blessings, right? Because, beloved, you know, last time I checked, because they got this cursed, it's a cursed thing going on. This Everybody's cursing. This is why you ain't got this. This I, I said, just, you know, that's why we got to come up out of the curse. And I said, you know, beloved, this is interesting. But, you know, you know, last time I woke up, I'm pretty sure life worked the same the last time where you woke up at. We all got the same 24 hours, right? Right? Is that 24 hours that you got as a curse? That air that you're breathing in is a curse? That soil in your backyard 
Do you got some different soil than somebody else got that you plant some shit and it don't come out? But the small hats and the rest of the ethnicities of the world, they can plant something and it work. But when you plant it, don't work. What kind of soil do you got in your backyard? Is it uh is it cursed? Can you plant your apple tree back there? Your plum tree back there? Can you put your watermelon patch in the backyard? Can you plant some lettuce and tomatoes and carrots in your backyard? Is your soil cursed? Because you can't say what you got is cursed and you ain't planting shit in the beginning. How you know it's cursed? And you can't say, look, all the other nations, they passed us. Yeah, they plant shit. They ain't a good... No, uh uh-uh. You can't say you cursed and they blessed because you ain't plant shit. You eating oranges your whole life. Dig this now. If you belong to a family and you eating oranges your whole life and apples your whole life, or you can go into your refrigerator and everything that's there, you never put nothing in there. You ain't no beloved. It don't work like that. You ain't cursed. You just lazy. But it sounds like you lazy. <laughs> you bringing all these goddamn people out here? Where your goddamn? You better have a farm. Where your farm at? Hmm. Where's the Hebrew is like chicken farm at? Where y'all grow your chickens and you grow your you where you let your cows go past that? Where you keep the horses at? Hmm? Where you keep the donkeys at? Where your livestock at? Hmm? Where your sheep at? Can't just run around and say you curse, goddamn. Well, where's your sheep at? Let me when you when you go out and get your farm and you got all your animals out there, if you wake up the next day and they all just drop dead, I say, damn, brother, you right, you might be cursed. But you can't sit at the house with your feet up on, you know, on a recliner, watching a football game, don't have no farms, no factories, no nothing. Don't even try to get it and say, look, we ain't got nothing because we cursed. No, you, you late. That sounds like you lazy, beloved. That don't sound like shit curse. Hmm? Because remember that we talking about standard. Now Elijah already put your standard up now. He excelled far past everybody else because he had the farm. He believed in the do for self. I'm going to show you guys, beloved. I'm going to give you a quick history lesson. You know what I mean? On uh, leadership from yesterday <laughs> and leadership from today, right? What is the difference between Kyrie Irving and Muhammad Ali? What's the difference? One took a stand. The other took a stand. Both kind of gave some information out, right? But you know, Muhammad Ali, he can talk a little bit more than Kyrie could. Do you know why? Because Muhammad Ali had the gift and the talent of boxing. But he loved boxing so much that the founder of his organization, Mr. Muhammad, through his son, Herbert, put together their own boxing promotion for him to fight on uh oh you see that's some black see that's black empowerment beloved <laughs> that's why Ali can talk so much because Herbert Muhammad owned top rank he owned the promotional company that Ali fought on now this is Mr. Muhammad he didn't get into business when you're talking about entertainers he kind of stayed away from that he wasn't interested in Nah, because he just felt like it was funny money and he was into just doing the old school factories and grocery stores and supermarkets and stuff like that. He wasn't into entertainment because if that was the case, you know, the brother minister, he used to play the, he was a Calypso singer. You know what I mean? The brother minister Farrakhan. So he, he, a lot of those guys at, their, at that time, they got out of show business to be involved with the nation because the, 
it's easy with the it's less headache mr muhammad i'm guessing he felt like it's less headache to do it this way but if you got a member and he wants to fight he has a talent you got to build him that house so he can use his talent underneath right all right now at the end of ali's career and they start talking about money and this and that you can almost see this is why mr muhammad said do that you know what i mean but maybe that's a different story for a different day Kyrie though we're standing up for solidarity with Kyrie alright well if you feel like Kyrie is mishandled and he's he's a member of the group go build him a league go build him a court do like Mr. Muhammad did like Mr. Muhammad did for Ali go build a court for your brother Kyrie and so he ain't got to get up there and they asking him questions and nephew he can't even goddamn answer the question he got to look all around i just want to talk about basketball man you got a a hundred guys out there supporting you i just want to talk about basketball uh they supporting we appreciate the brother for showing up um but beloved that we're gonna talk real talk and this is what this podcast we stand on see you know our brothers with the small hats they're in a financial battle they're in a financial war they don't need just a bunch of niggas walking they ain't they don't have no lack for black male presence they have it's a lack for black male business owners to come to their aid black men and women with the dollars to come to their aid with the infrastructure to come to their aid we all sitting in the sideline chanting them on go Kyrie go Kyrie god damn yay stick it to the man stick it to the man but we can't employ them we can't build an infrastructure for them because it should have already been built when it, it, they should have grew up with the infrastructure already. Now we got Yay, forty-five years old, and he. This is the first time he got his own factory in California. After being in business for twenty-five years, it just never done because we, the elders before him, didn't teach him to get your own factory. Now we had a new day. We got to show our financial support and financial strength. For our brother. Because what the brothers are saying, I, I listen to the brothers, they saying the cattle on a thousand hills is mine, right? Ain't that how that the verse go? Okay. And you y'all talk to the man and everything now. They got the whole thing. We talking, y'all got a relationship, and all right, well, that should translate to some business. Hmm? Come on, just be talking now. Let's it's an economic war out there now. Ain't it no war where we need nobody to punch and we don't need nobody to show up 1,000 deep and we no, we need the infrastructure. And that ain't on the brothers. I'm letting the good bishop know right now they looking at your leadership, bro. It's on trial. They sitting back and they gonna see, alright, let's see what factory he gonna try to get and put up and let's see what he gonna cause this is America. You kill business through competition here. That's how you kill business. When you don't like a business, you build one next to it and you get rid of it. That's competition. And you saying you the real and the, the, the big man upstairs is on your side. All right, we'll build that business next to his and let's just see whose God is real. Because <laughs> standing on the street and hollering ain't going to do it. Mm-mm. Let's have a business showdown. You got the real guy? Good. Let's come out here and do the business showdown. You got the real guy? Good. 
Let him facilitate your mind with ideas that you can build businesses far beyond what these heathens can do. Right? Is this talk to me, beloved? If we making sense, talk now. Hmm. Because we see the man that listen when when you grow up in in uh, in a religious house and you come from a church or a Bible background. All of our life, we've been saying, look at all the people from the nation of Islam. They heathens. They dealing with idol worshipers. They got a false god. And why they saying all that about Mr. Muhammad, he's sitting over there in 1975 with the nation worth $80 million and uh, 11,000 employees. And we're saying he got it wrong. <laughs> then we wake up. We say, well, wait a minute. I think he had it right. <laughs> Peace and black power to your family. We out of here, beloved. I'm just letting the bishop know. Hey, man, them brothers ain't going to sit at that corner. The time is ticking. They, that hourglass is turned up. When they out there, they better have some merch. They better have some grapes. Hey, man, this is from the Hebrew Israelite farm down in Alabama, beloved. This is, uh, you know, we got these watermelons. This is from the Hebrew Israelite farmland that we got out in Florida. And we just got the truckers, uh, Jacob Trucking, just brought the, you know, the fruits from Florida. And they just brought it up here. And now all we got to do is take it to the stores and we're going to sell it because, you know, we in business. That's black power. They say, oh, oh, maybe them folk do know. But saying these folk is cursed and you ain't tried that soil. <laughs> you ain't put nothing in that soil. I said, we ain't got nothing. We always at the bottom. Yeah, because you competing with farmers and you ain't farming. You sitting on the couch. Yeah, we're going to go out into this corner and we're going to speak to our people after we get up in the morning and we're going to do some of this farm work first. And then we're going to come out here and talk to the people two or three hours. And then we're going to give them some product that we got from the farm. The blueprint is already set. You ain't got to do nothing but go back and see how. It, this ain't hard, nah. You ain't got to do go. You ain't got to do nothing but go back and look. Well, how did he do it? Easy. He brought stuff from the, when the brothers was on the corner. The lost founds was on the corner. They had product. They had the strawberries, and they was we got these strawberries from Georgia. They would tell you, no, this fruit come from no, no. You ain't gonna get these grapes. These grapes come from Georgia. The bean pie we selling. No, these ingredients for the bean pie that we got from our farmland in Georgia. Not from any farm, our farm. Uh-oh. Give me two. <laughs> give me two of them bean pies and give me one of them papers. And then before you know it, $75, 80 million dollar empire. Just like that, without the aid of the internet. So what's holding you up? Peace of black pie to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening, beloved. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Real Black Conscious Form Podcast. This is your brother, VJ. Until next time, beloved. Love, peace, and soul, man. I get it with you guys later. Peace. Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. If you want to talk about uh, guns, 
Why is it that there's a gun shop on almost every corner in this community? Why? Tell you why. For the same reason that there's a liquor store on almost every corner in the black community. Why? They want us to kill ourselves. You go out to Beverly Hills, you don't see that shit. But they want us to kill ourselves. Yeah, the best way you can destroy a people, you take away their ability to reproduce themselves. Yeah. Who is it that's dying out here on these streets every night? Y'all, y'all, y'all.